0: You are so goofy. It is definitely late. <laughs> Dorito land has set in. I don't do not even. We're not we are not doing this. This is what we are not doing. We are. This we're in
1: an exotic location no. with mature trees. No, thank you. Foliage. Ma'am. Birds are chirping. Ma'am. Singing.
0: Ma'am. This is life in the clouds with your hosts Carlton and Deidre Deidre is having a moment right now uh, if you can hear if you can hear any of the things in the background I'm not sure what the mics might pick up and what they won't we are actually doing uh, this podcast from our front porch uh, oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I was supposed to say we are doing this from an exotic location uh, because I'm not sure where you are in terms of listening to this podcast, but where we are right now, in the exotic state of Maryland, um, it is a nice 70 degree day, uh, and we are going to take advantage of it for as long as we possibly can.
1: Exactly, and sit on our wonderful porch and have the birds sing to us, and the woodpeckers peck, <laughs>
0: and
1: the trucks home.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure at some point you'll hear an airplane go overhead because that is just something that we have to deal Maybe. with uh, in our neighborhood. But
1: well, there's also lots of big trucks in our neighborhood. I'm pretty sure they'll hear the diesel engines.
0: Or or when the boys come down here on the dirt bike, oh, yes, we could totally have a dirt bike See zoom down the street.
1: This is listen. All these there's
0: sounds. a lot happening right here on what is considered to be a sleepy cul de sac. So. Absolutely. We're glad to be back. We hope that you have not missed us too terribly, um, as we missed last week uh, in the midst of a uh, whirlwind of things that had been going has on. Been yes, weeks? ma'am. It ha- has it been 2 weeks.
1: The last time we recorded, we had our special guest, yes. Dr. West. Yes,
0: we had the we had the the, the good the good almost the doctor, doctor and our lovely goddaughter on yes, with us so the last time. That was 2 weeks ago. All right, so we've missed two episodes. And uh, in that process, uh, we have had lots of stuff going on, so we appreciate you joining us uh, here for today's podcast, and we're going to jump right in with, ma'am, what is new with you?
1: I am in an exotic location with my exotic husband drinking exotic water. Out of these (laughs) exotic exotic water water bottles. I am just, uh, yeah, getting ready for a hot week. And, you know unearthing our summer clothes and figuring that out because last week was it um sunday it was cold
0: yeah last week sunday it was in the was 40s warm, like in the 50s and
1: sunday was cold and monday was something different and so but then as we broke up the upper 70s and then 90 by friday so i had to unearth the clothes and i figured out i have way too many storage bins downstairs so we're gonna have to clear that out because
0: that's no good Yeah especially considering we're in this House selling process right. And so we've got way too many Things to drag that on into true. the next Place so we need yes. to uh, Relax relate and Release many of the things <laughs> That we have going on here Relax oh, okay. our grips
1: oh, okay.
0: On stuff uh,
1: Relate what? Hmm? Relax the grip Relate.
0: Relate to A minimalist lifestyle
1: and release.
0: release all the junk that we won't let go of, ma'am. Well, if you're trying to be tone, funny, and
1: then the way you're looking at if me, you're
0: trying to be funny, ma'am. You
1: said relax, relate, release. I'm just asking how that came about. And like, did that work? Anyway. Did did, did there you go? I mean, I gave, you made it work.
0: I can you, always make it work.
1: Because you know what? You know what? You know how to use
0: words. <laughs> words. 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 Words.
1: Exactly. So what's new with you?
0: So I've been struggling with a um, software issue at work oh. that I've been trying to solve, uh, and I finally nailed it today. Oh wow! Finally figured it Good out. For you. All it required was for me to get off of the computer and actually draw something out on paper. Uh, and well,
1: you should learn that lesson. What a week or so ago. Listen. You had to get your journal and a pencil. I was and diligently sketching things out. I decent. mean,
0: but that was a video game, so that's well, totally I, different than work. Yeah. But I should have just went on ahead and, and followed my own maxim of how you do anything is how you do everything. That's correct. Because once I drew it out in my notebook, uh, I finally did solve that problem. So I'm awesome. actually pretty uh, pretty happy about good. that. So that was Can good. I that do. was a good thing for today.
1: Can I rant on work for
0: just one moment? Uh, sure. This, this is your podcast as much as, as mine. As
1: a new person in my particular office, when I ask a question, about some historical information from before I got there. I'm asking this to the people who were involved with this historical information. When I ask you that question, the holder of this historical information, you should not turn around then and come ask me questions. I wasn't here. You were here and you should know the answer to the question. I shouldn't have to sit through two 45 uh, minute to 60 minute meetings actually three the third meet the second meeting was about 30 minutes but two so that's two hours and 30 minutes of my life that have been snatched from me as we go around the mulberry bush and I have to say over and over this is what was submitted at the time two years ago this is what was submitted at the time two years ago This is what was submitted (laughs) two years ago, but that's okay because as we have moved forward, things have changed, you can just change it. Let's just change it. But the question keeps going back to, well, how did it get there? How did it get there? This is what was submitted two years ago. You were here, I don't know. So then I had to turn it around because I got tired of saying, this is what was submitted two years ago. Well, who would I ask then for the archive files that you all worked on a few years ago? Well, so-and-so, such-and-such worked on that for us. I imagine there's somewhere so-and-so, such-and-such. Maybe, you know, this other person knows where this archive information is. The archive information was put together by someone with a green badge.
0: (laughs) Ma'am, that's inside baseball talk. Inside baseball talk. So
1: so I'm going to need you to not ask me Any more questions. You need to provide me with the information or we can move on. So I can get, not lose another two hours and 30 minutes of my life. Leave me alone.
0: So it's interesting that you bring up asking questions. Because that was something (laughs) that we were talking about before
1: we got on
0: to the podcast. We were thinking about um, something to discuss today. Yes and one of the articles that I had read during the week and was in my queue of things to discuss was from Harvard Business Review and it was talking about the surprising power of questions. Wow. Um, and it's in the Managing People section uh, from the May-June 2018 issue. And it talks about um, how much of executives' workdays are spent asking others for information whether it be status updates or um, asking, uh, taking part in a tense negotiation, um, you know, or if they're like litigators or journalists or doctors, you know, you're taught, you know, to specifically ask questions. But not everybody really understands why it's important to ask questions or even how to (laughs) ask a proper question. Um, And so I think what happens a lot of times, especially for you, because... I remember, um, you know, your particular area of training sure. was around asking comprehensive questions. Thank you. But what I find in our environment a lot of times is that comprehensive questions are not asked. No. And so when you ask one, it throws people off. Yes. Because what folks tend to want to do, and you see this even in just regular discourse, okay. people want an easy answer. And so if they don't have an easy answer or you ask them a question that, requi- that, doesn't, that can't be answered easily, mm-hmm. it throws people off. And mm-hmm. a lot of folks at, in our particular context, mm-hmm. um, they tend to shy away from those types of conversations. So then that's how you end up going around the mulberry bush because that person doesn't have an answer to your question. And what they're trying to do is lead you To finding the answer.
1: Exactly. And I'm not about that. (laughs) I sent you all Mm -hmm. the archive information. Right? Mm -hmm. So you've got some basis for where this particular historical information is coming from. I don't have all of it because I wasn't here. But I gave you, you know, hey, this is how this information, I believe, got summarized. Right? So again, if you need more than that. You should uh, go to the archive place where you paid that person to do the work.
0: So, because I'm not in your particular mm-hmm. situation, I'm not in your office. Okay. I don't work with your people, sure. and I'm not invested mm-hmm. in the particular problem. But what I am invested is, and in, is in, is is I am invested in, in you, yes. You're right? So, sweet. so, in terms of questioning and why it's important, right? The thing that you need to pick up from this is understanding the person that you're talking to, because if <laughs> I understand you, don't, I want do you no, I understand. I don't want to do that, but I do understand. But if you understand the understand. group of
1: people that I'm talking to, and they're not accepting my answer because I've given you the information that you asked for, right? We don't need. You're trying to lead me down to your. I don't want to go with you. To where you're going because that's not where we need to go
0: right but my I guess what I'm saying is if you know Mm -hmm. where they're trying to take you Mm -hmm. and you recognize that that is not some not a direction that you need to go in Uh then what you need to do is just set that boundary Mm -hmm. right so we talk about boundaries all the time you've got to set that boundary and say you know hey this is what has been submitted there you go. which is what you have spent a lot of time repeating to them.
1: Well, to three different groups of people.
0: Well, that's fine. To all of those groups of people, you yeah. say, hey, this is what has been submitted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I see furious activity going on inside the window of the house. I'm just making sure that there's no crisis that is about no, to come no. No towards there. us. Okay, so you need to set that boundary to say, hey, this is what has been submitted. If you have... Like and again, like I know you've already done. This is what has been submitted. If you have changes that need to be made, those changes can be submitted. We don't need to have any more conversation. And so when meetings and so when meetings are brought, right? Because I know we work in an environment where people love to have meetings. And when meetings come up, you know I'm. I remember when I was on your side of the the, the, the badge conflict, right? that I would let people know in a minute, hey, I'm not gonna be part of this meeting. Yeah. You know, I, 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 and I, I was very clear about, you know, what kind of meetings I was gonna be a part of and which ones I was not. So anyway, all right, so that is the power of questions. I won't go into the, in, into the article itself. But a couple things that were interesting about it, it talked about being a good listener. You can set your mic down. Just set it down gently. Um, being a good listener is important when you're asking questions because it helps you to frame it. But one of the things that's important is not so much, it's not always starting off with the most difficult thing. So, like we talked about the comprehensive question. So, you don't have to jump in with the comprehensive question. Sometimes a simple question is. A good start, because you're going to ask more and more questions. Follow-up questions are important. Um, a lot of times, like even with our, you know, our particular podcast, right? So, even like where we say we're going to go, often becomes something else. <coughs> excuse me. Often becomes something else as we get into the conversation, mm-hmm. because of the follow-up questions that come as a as a point you know as what yeah. we're talking about because like even this we weren't going to talk about no, the power that. of questions uh, during this podcast but yet here we are based on the conversation that we started with. right so good point. Anyway. emotional intelligence is important so understanding yourself and understanding the people around you um, you know for us as we tend to keep our podcast in the realm of marriage and relationships uh, you know You should definitely be aware of yourself and how you react to things, and you should also understand your spouse and how your spouse reacts and understands different things. So very, very important. important. All right, so we'll segue out of that and talk about um, what we were actually going to talk about today. Um, Maybe a couple weeks ago, I think it was a couple weeks ago, um, I posted what I was calling Marriage Minute. Mm-hmm. And in it, I talked about apologizing, and with apologies being, uh, you know, how to frame an apology. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and I found this um, little image here from the Gottman Institute on the apology, and it really just kind of graphically shows um, how you frame an actual apology. Um, and they have a four-step process. You mean to or frame an apology. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. So let's talk about it. So if, if I did something that you didn't like, mm-hmm. and I needed to apologize, mm-hmm. if I came to you and I said and just said, "I'm sorry," does that does that work? Is that apology going to matter? Mm-hmm. Just a, just an "I'm sorry"? No. Why?
1: Because I don't know what you're sorry for. What you, sorry?
0: Exactly. You don't know what I'm sorry for, and so the very first step. Is the I apologize, the apology, right? I am sorry. But then you've got to also take responsibility for what it is that you did. So I'm sorry, that I, and then whatever it is that you've done, mm-hmm. right, that has caused your spouse this displeasure.
1: Can this bug apologize for flying no. over into my space?
0: No, the beetle okay. cannot apologize for being outside in his element. <laughs> so I am sorry that I forgot to put the soap back in the soap dish.
1: You know what I'm sorry for?
0: What are you sorry for? I'm
1: sorry for not folding the clothes from the basket and putting them into the drawer. I apologize.
0: Okay, that's fine. I that prevented but you from finding But there's them. there's more steps. So we oh, okay. So if, oh, you're, okay. gonna, if you're gonna, gonna going that, if I'm you're gonna going. make that if you're gonna make that apology no. I okay, want I'm sorry. you I'm sorry. I want okay. you to actually my, my be vehicle. able to frame it properly. Give me okay. the steps. steps. Okay, so first step, apologize. Uh-huh. I am sorry. Second uh-huh. step, take responsibility. I'm
1: responsible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: What are you responsible for? What is it that you did? I washed
1: the clothes and put them in the basket. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, I'm, you're talking about something that I, I don't have a frame reference for. Okay. So I'll number I'll three be. is how will you resolve this? Mm-hmm. And this is where you make an I will statement. What is it that you're going to do... So that you show that you've taken responsibility for the thing that you are apologizing for. And you're also going to resolve not to do that thing again. Oh, I can't. No, I
1: can't resolve to not do it
0: again. So then the apology, okay, then you, then you can't I, apologize.
1: I, I unapologize for washing the clothes and putting it in the basket. I take it back. Uh, uh, I'm an Indian giver.
0: Anyway, so, and then step number four, <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, is asking for forgiveness... Okay. And then saying, "Will you forgive me?" So Got let it. me use my example, okay. since my example is a real one, no, I think and not there was a real and one no, no, yours today. was not because yes, you just belongs. said you take it back, well, I and you're I'm not, not going to do
1: it again because right. I'm going to wash the clothes again. I'm going to leave them in the basket again.
0: Right. So anyway, so <laughs> let's let's give a real example and show sure. how how we do this. So you would say. I am sorry, I'll specifically use myself sure. because I am the fault, the one at fault in, in our relationship. Sure. So I am sorry that I forgot to put the soap back in the soap dish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will endeavor to put the soap in the soap dish going forward mm-hmm. and double check before I leave the bathroom that I put the soap back in the soap dish. Will you forgive me? Of course I will. Okay. It's just I, I understand that it's just so, but I know that it is important to you, and so I want to do the things that are important to you. That is so nice. So, thank you. I appreciate your forgiveness.
1: I, I appreciate you. appreciating appreciate <laughs> You
0: are such a goofball. <laughs> All right, so that's the four-step apology. Um, I will post a link to this image in the show notes. I might actually, um, I don't know if I can make it the, I don't know, I don't think I'll make it the album art, because... It's not my image, so I don't want to put it on the album art. It's not mine. So, um, But, yeah, that's a four-step apology. Question for the audience, uh, for you guys that like to send us feedback. Um, Give us an example of an apology that went wrong in your relationship. Got it. That's a
1: good question. All right. example is one that I just did went wrong because... Said I'd
0: take it back. <laughs> That's true. If you have to take the apology back, then uh it definitely goes wrong. Yes. I don't know what is going on in don't, there don't be
1: distracted <laughs> by there is a kid. On on the there is a
0: kid doing some type of FaceTime dance thing, dance going on in the living room like in our her house. Her face right is now. excited. She is super excited yes. about whoever she's talking to right now. I'm assuming it's oh one boy. of the uh, one of the other fourth graders. Yes. FaceTime has become quite the thing. So um,
1: cool.
0: It is so cool. All right, so next article is
1: Does it have anything to do with laundry being in the basket? And
0: then, it doesn't have anything to do with laundry being in the okay. basket. So, you know, we're gonna make the sidebar because obviously you wanna talk about this thing. So we're just gonna talk about it. Let's just let's That's just start with at the
1: demeanor. Let's of the just evening, let's where just where say, get you know what? We're gonna talk about let's
0: this. just get right let's just you know what? Let's we're gonna hold okay. this. We're gonna hold this article uh, just for a minute, even though this article, the title of this article is 10 Wise Quotes You Can Use to Stop an Argument in Its Tracks." This,
1: I don't think any of them will work. You
0: I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm let's not see. sure. I'm not sure. Let's I haven't gone through. No, no, no. We're no, gonna. No, we're gonna talk say, about. We're not, gonna it's talk. Not even an argument. No, we need it's to say It's argument. not an argument. It's
1: actually a joke. It's not
0: it's an it's argument. It's a joke. It's funny. I didn't say. I didn't like, say it was an argument.
1: It's totally funny. It's got to be a joke.
0: I did not say that it was an argument. Okay. Because I don't consider it to be an argument, I consider it to be a matter of fact that this is just one thing I that I be allowed to have. I know I don't, don't die on many hills. You, you can't I don't die on many hills. Like this, is, this, this is this is one. This is one oh, of those things yes. that I'm like. I. It's just the way it look. That's just how my brain works.
1: This is what happened. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> yes. Let's see if you could tell the story baby, properly.
1: Was had pajamas on this evening and I looked at him and I was like he's going to be hot in these pajamas right why dear did you pick these pajamas because it's the Christmas thicker pajamas you know it's, it's hot outside now it's warmer in the evening so the big thick like fleece kind of flannel pajamas he's going to be too hot in so I turned to you dear and I said well why did you put this on and you said
0: so. I have two reasons. No, no, no. But I'm gonna give. What what said. Said. I'm gonna give the. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the reason. I'm gonna give what I said. I'm gonna give what I said. But I have reasons you why. We all got
1: reasons. <laughs> what did you say?
0: <laughs> I said because those were the pajamas that were in the drawer.
1: Okay. So the reason why that is a key factor mm-hmm. here is because there's a basket of clothes I washed clean clothes in the basket on the floor, not too far from the drawer where these said pajamas are supposed to go. And I said, but there's some in the basket I just washed clothes. And
0: And they were not in the drawer.
1: And I said, I don't understand. (laughs) What do you mean they're not in the drawer? The basket of clothes is clean. It's right there.
0: So and in let that me basket there. Let are me some set
1: thinner pajamas. So
0: let me set the situation for you. Let me paint a picture for the audience and we don't need a because not picture. everybody and you understand is
1: that there's a basket on the floor. Okay. The pajamas is clean and the the drawer has the thicker pajamas in it. And so
0: so we have a changing table in the room that is a dresser It has three drawers in it. I had a naked baby <laughs> on top of the dresser who was not interested in staying nope. on the changing pad nope. at all. Nope. And so I was not going to lean down while holding the naked baby, digging through a basket of clothes to get pajamas. I reached in the top drawer, <laughs> which is where the pajamas typically are. Mm-hmm. I grabbed one pair of pajamas and I went, hmm, this pair of pajamas, it's pretty warm so maybe what I'll do is I won't put them in the onesie I'll just put them in the pajamas that way if it gets a little chilly in the house overnight he will be fine but I said you know what I think these pajamas are a little bit too thick so let me reach in the drawer and f- fumble around and pull out another pair of pajamas maybe there's some thinner ones in there I grabbed another thick pair of pajamas and I said hmm let me lean down into this drawer and see how, what pajamas are in this drawer and so i moved the things around mm-hmm. inside so you didn't the drawer two
1: piece pajamas
0: I think? no no i did not mm-hmm. no i went i went three pajamas down mm-hmm. and on the third one i went you know what i'm putting them in these pajamas mm-hmm. these pajamas right here are going to keep him warm for the night mm-hmm. but he's not going to be cold if it gets cool mm-hmm. and i'm also going to get this little joker in these pajamas because he's half naked and he's kicking around and he's yelling at me because he wants to be dressed. He wants to be dressed, he wants to be on the floor, he wants to play. What he's not interested in doing <laughs> is laying up on this chaining pad while daddy tries to figure out why the clothes aren't in the drawer. So they weren't in the drawer. And so he's in the pajamas that he's in. And then, when you didn't like the pajamas he was in, what did I, what did I, actually, I, what did I say? I said, Please feel free to change him so into whatever you. pajamas you would like to change him into.
1: I appreciate that
0: opportunity. Yeah. Cause I could have said, no, leave him in the hot pajamas <laughs> and I'm gonna put him in a blanket and I'm gonna give him hot, warm I'm gonna give him some warm milk to heat him up before he goes okay. to bed. Okay. So it'll just be all he'll be okay. all the way wrecked and then get up and then I'm gonna say, You get up and get the baby. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because you know, none of that was going to happen <laughs> because that's not how things work in our house. Not, I just but it, it was funny. funny to be able to just say that. It, felt good. it, it did. It uh, felt good just yeah. for that or, moment yeah. to say that. Enjoy
1: your but moment.
0: everybody who uh, knows us and listens to this podcast knows but that that's not how it goes better. down. That's and not how this don't. goes down. Yeah, so, what you are not going to
1: do. So. <laughs> I will not encourage. I will not encourage at all.
0: From writer Thomas Hill. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: Let the angry word be answered only with a kiss. Oh, please. <laughs> All right, well, how about this one? A,
1: a kiss emoji?
0: No, not a kiss emoji, oh, an really? actual kiss. How about this one from uh, marriage counselor Andrew Watcher? Say what you mean, but don't say it mean. I
1: like that one. That's a very good point. That's very difficult to
0: do. From Anonymous... If you can't say something nice, say it in French. Oh,
1: I like that. I have to learn French.
0: You're I'm not going, to learn. I'm not going not to, learn to learn French. French, not. French is, the, is one of those languages that I have not had any desire to even try. What?
1: It's romantic.
0: Yeah. So is Japanese and Spanish. Those are ones that I like. How about be calm in arguing for fierceness makes error a fault and truth discourtesy? Mm -hmm. from the poet George Herbert Uh, another marriage counselor says silence is never more golden than when a quarrel is brewing Hmm. raise your words not your voice it is rain that grows flowers not thunder thunder yeah. The most wasted of all days is one without laughter, from E.E. Oh, e. Cummings.
1: That's a
0: good point. A great friend, or a good friend, just told me that the key to a successful marriage was to argue naked.
1: <laughs> That's very hard to
0: do. Especially on you the front porch. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, please, let's not devastate the neighbors. Uh.
0: All right, Tony Gaskins, a motivational speaker, says, arguing isn't communication, it's noise. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to read the quote from Che Guevara. Why? Because I'm not, not going to do that. Okay. All right, so that was 10 wise quotes you can use to stop an argument in its tracks from the Reader's Digest. Oh, very nice. Uh, author is Beth Dreher. Nice. Right. All right, so we got a couple of marriage questions, and then we will wrap this episode up uh, from my marriage group. Um, this was a, it wasn't so much, well, it wasn't, it, I guess it's a question, but it wasn't more, it wasn't like a situational thing. But they were actually asking um, for those that, those with happy, healthy marriages, what are your secrets? What are yeah. some secrets to a happy marriage? What are some secrets to problem-solving? Um, in marriage. Secrets. Mm-hmm.
1: The dog just attacked us in the window. Um, I think... It's a bat. About, uh, what? That was a bat. A bat. An actual bat. No. We have bats out here? Interesting. All right, anyway.
0: So, they, what they are some secrets? People? Huh?
1: Do they attack people? No, they don't <laughs> attack
0: people. <laughs> it's not funny. The sun's going down anyway so um,
1: I think what well, we talked about before just having that mindset that we're not enemies and um, knowing that ultimately while we may not disagree or you might make me mad or make a mistake or whatever like it's you're not my enemy you're not doing it because you're trying to you know kill me or, <laughs> or hurt me or you know it's not an intentional thing you're not You know thinking of ways to just like do something that is gonna make me mad it's just a mistake it's just you know and so that helps to kind of take the edge off of those tense tense situations and then also I think just to make sure that you're having fun and doing things that each of the um, spouses enjoy because it's important to have fun together and just do random stuff and You know, your spouse might be into and interested in hobbies that you're not interested in, like video games. And so, (laughs) but you've got to take, you know, take an interest. It's not, I don't have to, I don't sit down with you all the time and um, play video games or even watch you play video games. You
0: should.
1: But there are times I do, right? And you talk about them and you explain it and you let me know what's going on here and there, this, that, and other. And so, you know, I'm taking an interest in your, in what you're doing. I listen to your different um stories and different things that you have to say about video games and then you know for my hobbies you listen to me go on and on about you know mobility and <laughs> stretching and you know so it's, it's taking fit. an interest in um each other and the things being interested in what is interesting to your spouse not that you got to jump all in and like do the same thing but you're showing a genuine interest in the other person sure that's good. So you're not my enemy. Being, you know, interested in your spouse, having fun, doing things together. Um, that's all I can think of. We talk a lot about fight and fair. That's one of the mm-hmm. things that we make sure to um, be conscious of. And if we're crossing the line, we will um, throw up the yellow flag and say, uh, "No, for real, like we need to stop talking." About It's about to go south. Like stop now. It's like okay. So, um That is those are some of the things that I think are secrets. What are your secrets?
0: I would say ditto because
1: You said Ditto. Yeah.
0: Well the reason You
1: have my own you gotta have your own.
0: Yeah, I don't. Well, but we're married and we've been married a while, so those things are the ones that I would normally bring up. What I'm, uh, so a lot of this is, um, a lot of these things are the same, like a lot of the ideas are the same, a lot of the situations are the same, you know. Communication is key, communicate, communicate, communicate. Sometimes you might feel like you're over communicating. But you want to share as much as you possibly can with your spouse. Um, you know, not to the point of drowning them, not to the point of overwhelming them, but you definitely want to make sure that they know what you're talking about. They want That they know how you're feeling, they know yeah. what's going on in your world, whether you want to tell them or not. Um, you just communicate. Right. Share, share, share. apologize, apologize. Apologize. Be transparent with your spouse. Let them know what you're doing. Those are all important things, and I think those are key, especially for us because you know we talk all the time. Our relationship is built off of communication, um, mm-hmm. and so what we what you what you do to get them is what you have to do to keep them. Sure. And so since we used a lot of words to gather and catch each other, we got to keep using those same words mm-hmm. to keep each other. Yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned gaming, so I'm just going to throw this one question out here, Um, and this one's more situational. It says, my husband and I have been married for six months, but the last two months have been miserable. My husband is a gamer. This is a non-issue for me. I respect his hobbies and has completely put our marriage, and by extension me, as a lower priority than gaming with his buddies. He always games with his long-term gaming friends, long-time gaming friends, often taking up nights from 8 p.m. to long past I have fallen asleep. I would ask him to spend time with me during this time, but that would often lead to fights and him telling me I never let him have fun or enjoy doing things he likes. Ouch. Whenever he is gaming, he is short, curt, and very rude to me. I want him to have fun, but I also want to be respected and to be a priority. So I'm going to stop there. I mean, you get the you get the idea. There's a lot more um, discussion. Um, there's some talk about how their sex life has suffered as a result, and they've gone from, you know, what she considers to be uh, a fulfilling encounter rate to. A less than than fulfilling encounter rate. And it sounds as if whenever she tries to bring it up as a potential issue, Mm -hmm. he gets annoyed um, and it leads to arguments. So, um, what do you think? What do you have to say to this wife um, who's dealing with the gamer husband? Or do you want me to jump in since I'm a gamer? (laughs) So, with that laugh, I'll Uh, jump in because I'm the gamer. Go ahead. And say um, that, from our perspective, you guys need to do some serious communication and talking. Um, because, before 8 p.m. Yeah. But you you got to get it in, excuse me, before gaming session starts, right? When it's outside of the time. So, um, I know that the tendency would be to try and get in between uh, your spouse and his gaming time. But if you really want the conversation to be fruitful, you gotta pick the time, you gotta time it right. Sure. So definitely you wanna to talk to him before eight o'clock, before he starts to get into gaming mode and, and kinda um, find that common ground yes. to say, okay, here's what we want to do. Here are some boundaries that we can set because as his spouse, mm-hmm. um, you should be the priority, not yes. his gaming buddies, exactly. not his gaming console, or even his gaming hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that I want him to give up his gaming hobbies, Correct. but in some cases there has to be a time of transition. You guys are saying you've only been married a short period of time. Right. So uh, you gotta you got to give some time to kind of grow together as a couple. Sure. Um, and, you know, cutting yourself off and staying um you know, in your in your guild or whatever it is that you might be playing, right, um, is is definitely going to be a problem for sure. a young marriage. Sure.
1: That's a good point.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Anything to add?
1: <laughs> um, I would, you know, start talking before the gaming time, and then um, come up with different ideas about like what from a time frame perspective right she may have an idea of a certain amount of time and he may have an idea of a certain amount of time and just come up with some type of compromise. I think the key is to, to get the conversation in before you know you getting into, into the mode of gaming and sitting down with the controller and just kind of in a quote unquote zone and continuing to have that conversation. Yeah. And finding different ways to bring it up different words to use. In mm-hmm. different ways to address it, um, because the first time I know, well, obviously it hasn't worked or right, but don't give up on trying to mm-hmm. talk about it. Right, right. So the first what? Two years is the hardest.
0: Two? Only two? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, would say. I think
1: they feel the hardest.
0: It, it, really, it, it And it really depends on your situation, too, because yeah. in some cases, you know, people get married and they've been living together for years, yeah. and so the transition's a little bit different. That's a good point. Um, but if you're just moving in and just coming together in your relationship, yeah. um, that, that that initial transition is definitely a shock.
1: Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to cut it off there. We're going to call this. We're going to call this episode good. Uh, I'm hoping that the sound quality on this one works out because I'm realizing that my mic situation uh, is off. Um, And so we were using the ambient microphone as opposed to our handheld microphones. Uh, And so you you probably are hearing quite a bit of uh, birds and airplanes oh, and no. other things maybe in the it'll background. Just be a relaxing yeah, episode yeah. So maybe this will just maybe this sounds. will just be a nature sound episode. <laughs> um, but we shall see when I go to edit okay. it. So this has been uh, life in the clouds. Uh, we are glad that you're still with us, and we appreciate you uh, leaving us those five star reviews on iTunes and uh, leaving us reviews on Stitcher. And giving us that thumbs up on Google Play Podcasts and whatever other podcast players of choice you use. Uh, You can reach out to us uh, on social media. Facebook is Life in the Clouds Podcast. Our um, Twitter handle is in the Clouds Pod. So if you're on Twitter, you can search for us.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I tried to make it easy, right? So okay. on Twitter, you can reach out to the podcast at in the clouds pod, uh, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at gods underscore man. And you can send us emails at feedback at in the clouds So thanks. This has been Carlton and Deidre. Have a good night. Bye.